Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Now, you guys know that I changed the time of the show on Tuesdays from 11.30 to 6 p.m., and that was because many individuals were saying that they were not available in the afternoon because of work. So I tried to make it to where individuals would be able to participate and pretty much join in on the platform. Now, you guys know I waited to the last minute to put this stuff out because I have been busy all day. And I call myself trying to stagger my clients so I won't be seeing clients all day because I believe in trying to work smarter and not harder. Yet I can say as a therapist my work is never going to be undone because there's always going to be someone that is looking for some help, wanting some help, or wanting to get some help for someone else. Now, like I said, many of you know that I am a licensed therapist. So, again, I don't only just do couples counseling, but I do mental health. I do relationships. I do mental health. I do a combination of a lot of things, public speaking. And now, like I told you guys on Facebook, I got a whole other project going on. So we'll see how that goes because I – oops, PC. Oops, I mean, I'm shipping. Okay. So i um, <laughs> got another project going on because we don't know exactly where Precious Predicaments is going to be going, but I am. Got some things in the mix, so we're going to see what it's going to bake or make with the help of God, okay? Because if it's meant for me, it's going to be. So today's topic is an interesting topic. And like I said, Tuesday is when we normally do the show from the pulpit to the couch where you normally receive biblical teachings from someone in ministry as well as myself. So I did put a shout-out to Lady, First Lady Robinson. So I'm waiting on her to call in, and she knows she don't call in, I'm going to call her. But today's topic has to do with toxic love. Now, when we talk about love, love means different things to different people. You know, when we talk about that four-letter word, that word is powerful. Because we have a lot of individuals out there looking for love, wanting to be loved, but don't even know what it means. We talk about self-love, loving thyself. So I want to know, basically, how do you define love? And what does the word mean to you? Do you use it as a noun? Do you use it meaning describing a person, place, people, thing? Or do you use it as a verb, meaning you show action by showing that I love you? You know, when I was growing up, I grew up in a home that my family was not very affectionate. So because we weren't affectionate, my mother showed that I love you, by keeping a roof over your head, food in your refrigerator and in your belly, clothes on your back, and making sure you had decent transportation. That was her way of showing love. So it was never a, I love you. So I'm learning now to tell individuals, I love you, I appreciate you, because that wasn't something that was ever told to me. Because parents will be like, I beat your butt because I loved you. <laughs> I mean, like, that ain't love. You know, and like Tina Turner said, what love got to do with this? So sometimes individuals can have a distorted view of love. Now, we're in the month of May. We're going to be transitioning over to June. Summer's going to be coming. Uh, people are going to get married. We're going to be going to weddings. And some people are going to be sitting there like, uh, these two people really ain't got no business being together. Or there is something missing. 
I'll never forget when I asked my pastor why he didn't show up for my wedding and he said because he knew it wasn't going to work. I was like, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. So when we talk about love, I want to know, like I said, what do love mean to you? How do you know if you are in a toxic relationship or how to get out of that toxic relationship? And if you want to join in on a conversation, give me a call at 516-387-1914. Now, you know, if people don't call in, I got a bad habit of calling people because I want to know what love means to you from not only a female's perspective, because a female may have a different perception of what love means to them versus a male's perception of what love may mean to him or the way he may project his love onto others. Because I've heard women say that they love deep, and I've seen some men that actually love deep. So I'm looking, I'm trying to find what it was that I posted on Facebook, and now my dog want to walk around here because I know sometimes Coco thinks she ain't getting no love. Coco, what you want? You want to come and bark at me because I'm talking loud? You want to tell me I love you? That's what you want to tell me, Coco? So one of the things that I had posted when I was talking about um, being a guest, meaning what is your definition of love? Coco, you see I'm on the air. What do you want, Coco? You can't come in here, Coco. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here, Coco. Coco wants some love. Coco wants me to let – me, let, me, let me show you all, Coco. Coco, Coco, like, you don't love me no more. Coco, you want to show your love? See your love, Coco. I'm putting you on Facebook. Okay. All right, Coco, go back and lay down. Go lay down, Coco. You're hitting your tail on the trash can. Go lay down. I'll be in there anytime time you go to bed. These kids and dogs be trying to boss me around. Okay. So I have posted basically, what is your definition of love? How do you define love as a noun or a verb? Now, many individuals, like I said, throw the word around, and sometimes they will throw the word around or use it to manipulate others. Because if a person is broken, if a person's in a rebound relationship, if a person is toxic or narcissistic, they know that that word is powerful, and they know that they can use that word to manipulate others or another. Now, when we start talking about that, they may not have the knowledge of the impact of the words. Like I said, there's been songs made about love. There's been books written about love. But what do you really know about love? And like I said, when it becomes toxic. See, when I use this phone, people don't recognize the number, so hopefully they will answer the phone. So let me let me make a phone call because I want to know, like I said, from a male's perspective, and I was asked to even follow up on the situationship because a lot of times they think that that is basically built on love and it's not, and trying to find out where that is um, actually coming from. And I know he's probably going to kick him up and have a fit that I'm calling him again. Let me see. And then I will call First Lady Robinson and find out where she at. But in the meantime, let me call my my other booty. If he answers the phone because it's a different time zone where he's at. Hmm. And I see you on Facebook. If you're out there, you want to join in on the conversation? Give me a call, 516-387-1914. 
You weren't going to answer on that phone. Hey. You know who you're talking to? Yes. <laughs> okay, I didn't know if you recognized that number, because so, I'm calling on a different phone. But no, you, it still said Janet. It still popped up? So you got me on caller ID or you got me on speed dial? Which one? You know I don't know I about you. Right? Yes, you are on the air because I was waiting on Lady T to call in and she didn't call in yet. So I figured oh. I'd call you because I like your information and how you share things. Are you busy? We're just, we're just playing some cards. It's really getting my cards. So, so I told her to cut the music off because I, I said, I hope she's not on the air. <laughs> you know how I do it. You know what I've been doing. You know my MO now. Okay. So let me tell you the topic today because I know you're not on Facebook and all that other stuff. And this is, like I said, a different time zone out where you are. Today's topic has to do with love and more so toxic love. And one of the things that, and I'm waiting on Lady T to call in because people have a different perspective of love. And a lot of times individuals won't say that they love you until they're either in trouble, the relationship has run its course, or they may say it to try to manipulate you or to hold on to things. But from a male perspective, tell me your perception of love. What does love mean to you? Um, well, not what it means to me, but what love is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a soul-to-soul thing. It's not It's not to mind. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about real in love and meeting a person that you're totally in love with. Mm-hmm. Compatibility. Okay. Um, everything... And differences, mm-hmm. um, and willing to always communicate, mm-hmm. and never anything is over, no matter how much something means to you or me, is never over how we feel and know and see each other. Mm-hmm. And you know when and, you mm-hmm, when you look at the uh-huh. definition, they define it as an intense feeling of deep. Affection, and that affection can be an attraction. It could be a love. It could be a lot of different things. But that's our love, though. Correct. But that was the definition of an act. It can't be. It can't be only an attraction or lust. Correct. Correct. Because lust is not love. love. Yeah, you're right. You're right, William. Lust is not love. But they they view it as a now as an intense feeling of deep affection. You know, meaning that feelings of love babies feel parents with, like that type of feeling. They talk about it as a great interest and pleasure in something. Now, when it says, how do you define love, it says, and I'm just reading this, it says, love is an intense, deep affection for another person. Love also means to feel intense affection for someone. Love can also refer to a strong like for something or um, or like something a lot. And love has many senses, both as a verb and a noun. So when we start talking about that in a stronger sense of love, meaning being absorbed or something with someone goes farther than liking them, you know, but infatuated. So when we start talking about in a relationship, and I'm even looking at something in regards to what 
love means to a woman. It's an attachment, showing that you care, intimacy, all three feelings together, and any one of these by themselves cannot just be love. It also includes commitment, trust, and affection, and protectedness, because we protect what we love. And when we start talking about that, William, a lot of times, okay, I have a question for you, because you know me, and you've been knowing me for a while now, and you know how I am when it comes to love, relationships, stuff like that, and it, it is funny because you are the only <laughs> let me stop laughing. <laughs> you are the very first person that realized my game when it came to when I don't want to be bothered with somebody, how I will allow them to break up with me. I will never <laughs> I'll never forget that. But my point is Hey, Uzi, I see you out there watching, Uzi, Samantha. You can call in at 516-317. I mean, 516, I'm completely laughing, 516-387-1914. So I'm going to ask you this question, William. How do you know if a woman is in love with you? How would you know? Just start confirming everything that I just said. Okay. You'll get confirmation. Love is a... When I said the word like confirmation, um, in the in the spirit, first of all, love came from God. Mm-hmm. Although this is why the the, the definition is to say on Google, which you just described, mm-hmm. is a they described it in specific uh, words, but very general. Mm-hmm. When you ask me. I specified um, certain parameters, communication, um, soul, mm-hmm. soul to soul. Like, that's why they use the word soulmate. Mm-hmm. But see, um, so everybody is not your soulmate. You may think that person is your soulmate. That don't mean you can't. Right. Very good. But at the same time, that's why you soulmate. Mm-hmm. Because the, if you're just speaking love, you could love someone, mm-hmm. but the definition doesn't definitely have to be like what you just said to elaborate on everyone's has to tell me is you could love a person, mm-hmm. but if you look, if you want that total love, are you willing to um, willing to um, submit? Mm, that's the key. Uh, uh, um, what, what would you call that? Settle. Mm-hmm. And- that's, that's where we fall into that generalization of, um, oh, but I do love the person. I know I love them, and I know, and they love me. But if something, see, it, I believe when it gets to the point, the, it's a heightened of spirit. Mm-hmm. When you can't put your finger on the the thing, and you got a little what is a gray area, mm-hmm. like a diamond. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, we... Let's say diamonds are love, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you go get a diamond, as you know, you got the diamond SV, whatever, the clarity. There are some diamonds that have gray or mm-hmm. yellow or whatever in there, the, the gray spots. 
I guess it's carpet or whatever. They say, but they're gray spots. Mm-hmm. Those gray spots, you can still marry with that diamond, mm-hmm. that love. But you really always, every time you go get a diamond for marriage, you want the clearest. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the brilliance, it, it, it represents the, the abundance of love. Mm-hmm. You understand? So yeah. we just settle. I just settle for this one with, with, with the gray spots. Mm-hmm. But if those gray spots um, or your, stays on your conscience in the relationship, mm-hmm. well, it, it, potentially, you, you see, the long run, you set a potential downfall somewhere. Yeah. So there's a break somewhere. Correct. But you, you haven't identified the break. So that, that means that's why we go to therapy prior mm-hmm. to marriage. And that's and and it's like what I learned in the spirit one time. You remember I said this with you, um you can ask the person a question while you're talking to them. They answer the question. But while you talking to them, then they answer the question without you asking it again. In the fullness. <laughs> do you ever notice that? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. What <laughs> You know, and it, it's interesting because a lot of times individuals will settle in a relationship because they think it's love. What the hell? Now let's, let's identify what settle is. Okay. Sometimes the individuals settle in, in relationships mm-hmm. because what do they? So what do they replace in a conscious of those great areas that they can identify? Mm-hmm. And the reason when they when you then come settling, if when they make the decision and say okay yes to move on. They compromise maybe things, mm-hmm. comfortability. It's something that they compromise or just ignore and make believe. Mm-hmm. And, and then when they put that off, mm-hmm. but it's going to be down the road, like mm-hmm. I mentioned first time. Mm-hmm. But you know, William, and that's where some individuals have a perception of perceived love. They may perceive it to be love. And that's where sometimes telling a person, I love you, can be you, you, it can be dangerous if you don't really feel that way, especially if you plan with a broken person. Hold well, on now. What you just explained is very good in, like, in say, one-on-one dating. Mm-hmm. It, without, you know, you never tell nobody, you, you don't never want to, per se. Mm-hmm. Even if you feel it, you know, why you, it's, it's, it's a sense of maturity, I guess. Mm-hmm. They're not going to say, I love you in the mm-hmm. first month mm-hmm. or, or in the third month. Mm-hmm. But you can be feeling it. Mm-hmm. But it's precaution, it's conscience. Mm-hmm. And then you wait to full confirmation in yourself. Correct. You don't have to have a written down step book. Got you. But why, why not? Because Correct. spirit. Correct. And you know what? And, like, I'll use my son as an example. My son would wait until he got drunk and would tell all these women, I love you, I love you. And, and these women be so longing to be loved, it gets on my nerves. And then, like I said, and you know how I am with that. And there's a difference between I love you versus I'm in love with you. And sometimes when people think that they're in love with a person, you could be in love with a person and not even like that person. That person can get on your nerves. A person who always say, I'm in love, I'm in love, like you say, if he's drunk or whatever, that's, they don't even know what in love may be. Correct. They, Correct. Never, they probably never even heard of 
heard the question, are you in love? Correct. And that's why when we talk about toxic love, and we got to be careful with falling into that trap. So, Lady T, thank you for joining us. I appreciate you. So, how are you doing, Lady T? And I, I hate I missed Diamond's graduation party. You got to give me your information so I can send her something for it. Because I was up I know. Okay, I will. <laughs> I didn't realize. Oh, you know what? Right when I said that, my son goes send me a text message. I'm like, I love you. He goes send me a text message. I'm like, I love you. But you know, yeah, in my house. Girl, the sucker came knocking on my door twice. The first time I saw, I said, if you've been drinking, you ain't coming in here. I could tell by his mannerism. Mm-hmm. My doorbell rung at midnight. This sucker is at my door at midnight. I go to my door. Oh, I was so mad. <laughs> I was so, I opened the door, looked in his face, uh-huh. and slammed the door in his face. Because I am not playing with him. <laughs> I am not playing with him. I am so sick of him. You know? So he plays with the word love. And it's really, really uh-huh. sad because I did my best as a parent to let my kids have a different interpretation of what love was, because I didn't want to see mm-hmm. them in toxic relationships. Yeah. And son destroyed so many women to get them a nurse. And one of the things we start talking about, because not only just love, is when the love becomes toxic, that you don't remain where you don't belong. Because a lot of times right. people will hold on to it because they'll say, "Oh, I love them." Oh, you know, I'm a. I got a. I had a person contact me the other day, and they wanted some help, and they're married, and they've been married for about 14 years. Husband uh-huh. is a first responder, meaning he's either a firefighter, ambulance, police officer, whatever. He's first responder. They got four kids. This woman sent me pictures of broken doors, pictures of broken chairs, and her question to me was, I want help to understand how I can do better with my husband's anger behavior. When, I, when the woman called me and talked to me, I said, ma'am, I can't help you with that. Your best bet would be to contact a victim of domestic violence place because it would be about safety, because i got to make sure you're safe. Secondly, if kids are witnessing domestic violence, I'm a mandated reporter, and that can cause problems to where you can say, I came to you for help, but yet now I'm in more trouble. And with your husband mm-hmm. being a, a first responder, it can ruin his career. And she went, but I mm-hmm. love him. We're in love. He got PTSD. No. Now, I'm good with working with people that are I get that and mm-hmm. change your behavior. But by that same token, that's not love. She thinks because I'm in love and this is my husband, how can I help him help him? Not right. that he can't stop and beat the hell out of you. No. Did you speak to the husband? No. I told her to have a husband call me and gave her information to get some help elsewhere 
Because I can't help you stay with this man and you telling me this man is doing all this and you sending me a picture. No. Right. Yes. She's not the head, she's the body. Got you. 
But let me say this, too, because in all fairness, because I not only work with male perpetrators of domestic violence, I also work with female perpetrators of domestic violence, too. So a man is not going to just come out and say, I'm scared of my wife. My wife is tearing stuff up, knocking me inside my head, beating the hell out of me, da 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 A wife, a, a man ain't going to say that. Now, I've got another caller calling in. So that's in all fairness because when I'm working with men who think they in love with toxic women, they don't realize that they are victim of domestic violence and that love is toxic and they need to leave that person alone and they need to get out of that situation. So I've seen it go both ways. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious Predicament, number N0533. What would you like to add to the show? Oh, um, I just, I was um, listening to your your show, and I, I haven't heard from you for a while, and it's so nice to I hear know. your voice again. I know. I saw you thing. You talk about, wow, I haven't seen you in a while. No, you haven't seen me in a while. It's been a while. But thank you for your, you know what, you know what, Nancy, I love you. You have been there for <laughs> me. You have been there with me. You have been around for a while, shall I say. <laughs> yeah, we you know talk, my story. Yeah, when we talk about love, love can be like a roller coaster. It could be this emotional wave. You know, it could be this, this feeling. It could be this, this admiration. It could be this, oh, wow, things are great. Things are bliss. Things are just so wonderful. But sometimes we can stay in situations too long and we think it's love, and it may not be. It could be an unhealthy attachment. Lady T, what you got to say about this? We even start talking about toxic love as well as unhealthy attachment, even coming from a pastoral um, point of view. As a, as, as, as a female dealing, de- dealing with that for Oh, a good twenty years. It, it it was a, a process. It, it was a process to um learn how to stand on my own two feet. I was mm-hmm. one to depend on a man, and now I don't have to. And I know I know how to set my boundaries. I don't I don't. I'm not I'm not so needy anymore. Mm. I'm not so codependent anymore. I like that. I, just, I like that. Two things you just said, needy and codependency. And I met you when you was in that state. I met you then. Then I watched you flip. I watched you also become an aggressor. I watched you also be like, I ain't taking this mess no more. I watched you go through these waves, but I also watched you learn to love yourself and figure out what the love of God was about, too. Because once you mm-hmm. connected with God, you changed your whole perception of some things. You really did. And I am very proud of you, very proud of you. And, you know, and it's so crazy because I've been doing this for so long to where people have been coming back. You know, I'm getting calls from clients that I met almost 20 years ago and, you know, still connecting with me, and I appreciate you guys. I really do. 
because you watch I, 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 I appreciate hearing hear, hearing your your meetings or your com, phone conferences and you know I I pick up something new every time every every time you're teaching something. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. Okay. Well. Because, because you know you 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 can't touch you, you you can't you can't trust everybody. You gotta you, you gotta be be very knowledgeable and wise on on who you listen to. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, it it goes biblically too. You go to a church. I was just watching something that oh um something about a pastor and. The way he controls his children, he could be prophesying the word of God, but then a connection of witchcraft could be behind that. Too. Oh, if you don't do this, I won't love you. Oh, it, that, that that's a form of witchcraft, and I didn't I did not know that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Just, you do have to be phenomenal. You connect yourself with. You know, it's like. Okay, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example because I have a big, I don't say I have a big heart. My daughter said something to me the other day, and she was so mad at me because she claimed she did not get no sleep on Monday. She was pissed off, and I didn't know. I still ain't heard from my grandson, so I don't know what the heck he got to say to me. But she said to me, Mom, I know you are not a fool, but you need to stop being foolish. And I heard her. I heard exactly what she said. And part of it was because I was trying to make peace. I was trying to transition myself out of something that I knew I had no business in in the first place. I was trying to do things with love without it becoming chaotic. And that's where it reminded me of that time, I'll never forget the time when I was at that hotel and you kept calling me and calling me calling me, and you said something to me, and I started laughing because you thought you were pissing me off. And I started laughing. You were like, oh, heck no. You know what you're doing. <laughs> That's what I meant when I was first started the show, and I was laughing, talking about no one really ever figured that out about me. You were the first one to notice that. When I know, I, when I, I'm... I, I see things that people don't see. I, I, I yeah. don't know how to explain that, but God gifted me that. Mm-hmm. People can try to hide in the closet, but I'll see them right in the closet. Yeah, you're I'll, right. be, I'll be shining right. my, my bright light in there. I see you. Get up by that out of there. Correct. But this is you my can't thing hide with from love. God. You can't. But this is my thing with love. When you realize that you may be pouring into something, and you ain't reciprocating back, or this person is not willing, ready, or able, because there are some individuals that are so hurt and broken. Until they heal, they can't love nobody. And then they will hook up with another toxic person and think it's love. And it's chaos. (laughs) And I Uh know better. I know better. And when they're dealing with these demonic spirits, I had to tell somebody the other day, you know what? I dated people that I'll never forget. When I was, this dog keep on coming back in this room. This dog better leave it alone. Come on, watch your out. 
Okay. I'll never forget when I was a teenager and my son's father knocked on my door. At the time, my friend opened the door and she said, Jeanette, will you hush? It ain't time for me to go to bed. You ain't the most of me. So when my friend opened the door and she saw my son's father when I was a teenager, she said, Jeanette, that's the devil. And she was right. She was right. I didn't know what she meant by that. I remember growing up and my mother dated a man named Mr. Hollyfield. And she used to say, he ain't nothing but the devil. Then I remember with Zay, Zay tried to change his life around. Went to, I'm not speaking ill of the deceased because that was my buddy. Took me to church. We were going to church. Wanted to go get baptized. Reggie said he had a sweetheart. You know what, Reggie? He did have a sweetheart, and they wanted to change his life around. He really tried. Really tried. But at one point, the devil would not let him go. Tammy, I went to St. John Missionary Baptist Church because they was about to get baptized. Girl, there was no water in the pool. When I told the people there ain't no water in that pool, they thought I was crazy. I'm looking at the roof at the bottom of the pool. No water. None. So I dealt with people like that that got them demonic spirits, and and that's not love. That's toxic. So, Lady lady, lady Robinson, what do you do yeah. as a woman if you are in a relationship with a man fighting these demons, and, but yet he's telling you he loves you, but he don't know how to let you go, or he don't know, and he's using love to hold you on or string you along. And and, and, and I'm not even saying you thinking you in love, because you ain't in love. Coco, I'm going to slam the door in your face, just like I do Reggie. You better leave me alone. Go lay down. Lady T, what do you do in those situations? Because there are some people, and there's a lot of, not only just men, but there's some women that are also carrying some heavy, deep-rooted trauma and spirit. And they passing it on as love. And other innocent people are getting caught up. See, like I said, I tell people I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. I'm not saying I'm infallible, but I know how to maneuver myself out of situations. Yes. Right. So, so could you acknowledge the demons and and the spiritual attacks? What? How do you handle? How do you handle those clients? Well, I'm not only talking about clients. I'm talking about my real-life experience. You know what? I want to I say that because they come to you when they come to the people. That they do. They do. They do. I mean, you, you know what I mean? So you have, a, like, you have a point, William. Let me tell you about that. I remember I was in church one day, and um, the, the guy that was preaching I don't know if you was at church with me that time, because you went to some church. You went to a, a few churches with me whenever you would be in town. We've gone, we've gone to church together. But I remember a guy, a pastor told me, Jeanette, you have the ability to reach and connect people that will never make it in the church. Oh, that see, we will never get to. I know. I know that's why you asked You're right. And this is with you. With you. I don't want to be. And really, I don't have the nerve, but um, you need to incorporate that knowledge that you 
No, you you compromise, as we compromise, mm-hmm. in, in the sons of God, to to equip yourself to put a pattern together to identify these, uh, these you know, people with the issues that come to you. Correct. So you can attack it the proper way. Correct. And but you know, we what? know that they don't want to hear it. Correct. It, it's, but it, but you you, it's intense. And we have to have, we have to have, we have to take, you know, we try to take precautions on how to do it. And, you know, believe me, it, it's a, it could be strained on you. It can be. It, when you're, that's what my point is, because I hear it from clients. One of the things I've done recently, I'm now selective with the couples that I see. The spirits are real. I don't want to, I don't feel yes, people to be with. I don't. I I do my best because people get angry with me. Now, you know, William, you and I don't have the relationship we had years ago because I don't talk to you as much. Now I don't. But before, so let, me, let me say I this. Mean, let me say this, William. Let me say this. Let me say this, William. But we don't talk as much as we did in the past. But I love you because whenever I need you, you always there. Whenever I call, you always answer the phone. And you know the deep talks that we've had to where you've had to put a covering over my life because you saw what I was going through and the attacks that I had been under. And just like with Lady Tom Robinson, Tammy, you know Pastor ain't been preaching. We ain't been in church. You know, I had to walk away from church at one point because the spirits was too deep. So I haven't been as connected as I was in the past, but I've definitely been under attack. And I've been doing my best to still make sure that I am connecting and reconnecting with those that I know got my back. No matter what the Mr. Net. Yes. What what are you what are you what are you doing to, to, to cover yourself, first of all? <clears throat> yeah. Are you are you putting your clothes yeah. on, on a daily basis? Am I what? Are you are you putting your clothes on Ephesians six ten through twenty? Those are your clothes. No, I haven't, and I'm not
Because the one thing they say that the devil will do is come to kill, steal, and destroy. And if he can break down them relationships, he got you. Even friend Stephen. So I know it when I see it. So when we start talking about these things and these unhealthy attachments, and sometimes there can be roadblocks that you need in your life, so you need to go your separate ways, and you've got to realize that's not love. That is so not love. So it doesn't matter if a person tells you, I'm not in love with you, I don't love you. I have to tell the person, I ain't in love with you either. <laughs> I'm not in love with you either. Yeah, no matter. Well, I just want you to know I'm not in love with you. I ain't in love with you either. Jeanette, you're in a position that you kind of, you kind of scarcely run from, and that's why I say I don't have the nerve because you say wait, say one more time, say one more time. I'm in a position that what I hear you. You kind of run from. I run from. I know. Describe is what I asked earlier. Are you a son of God? Mm-hmm. You identified it. And your attacks, mm-hmm. even though you don't, you try to avoid something, they're going to keep coming. I know. They've been coming all my life. Incorporate into your incorporate and reorganize and plan your defense. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to constantly keep dodging. But see, because Satan knows uh, where God has for you mm-hmm. or has for us. Mm-hmm. But what happens is what you say and laugh, it's really, you know, it's very serious. I know. You, 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 you have to reorganize and equip yourself <laughs> spiritually. The one that you said who has your back, you got to, see, you have an authority. Mm-hmm. You have an authority to whatever comes your way, not the run. Correct. Well, no run, stand fast. Correct. But you know, William, my laughter is a part of my defense mechanism. I know that. The smile and laughter, the spirit, the Holy Spirit gives you in defense. Correct. And people wonder why I'm not. What comes to my mind is Exodus. It says, if you stand your ground, God will fight your battle. If you stand your ground, God will fight your battle. Just keep your mouth shut and keep praying. You 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 can't attend every circus. You can't attend every, 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 uh, what is the word you used to tell me? You can't uh, attend every rodeo and you can't attend every circus. You can't go, go into every single battle believing that you're going to win. You got to go send mm-hmm. God in first so that the battle's already won. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you can't, you know, yeah, the devil's rampant. Yeah, the demons are rampant. But God is bigger than the de- the, de- the devil. Jesus died mm-hmm. on the cross for us. He rose mm-hmm. the third day. His mm-hmm. power. There's power in the name of Jesus, and there's power in His blood. Girl, it doesn't matter. Power, you know, power, if, if you're down Jesus. to your last penny, He'll still provide. Since your provider is your go. Lord and salvation, you and your protector, and your right. healer. There you go. And you know what? what I'm sorry I'm for preaching. Because I'm not going to make this about me. I'm not, because I, I want the, the listeners to know about toxic love. I'm not saying I'm infallible. I'm not. I've been through some things, experienced some things. So I was talking to a client today, and I was, yes, it was today. I was somebody there was doing a substitute. told me, I don't believe you got a child almost 40 years old. Yes, I do. I got grandkids almost 20. But 
been going through. I'm moving. I'm walking. I'm talking. <laughs> Nothing but God. So the problem is, because I do have a purpose, but I'm going to tell you this, William, and you know this. When these toxic men come into my life, it removes. I don't have to remove them. Other spirits will remove them. I will never forget one time I was laying in the bed, and I was, I was married to Byron, and I heard something go boom on the floor. And I looked over, he was laying on the floor, straight up. I said, I guess that's God's will telling you, you ain't got no business in my bed. The last person. <laughs> the same mechanism that you say you use mm-hmm. when, when you said we'll know how to eat. When you told earlier, you said I, I identified that. Yeah, you did. But look, now you, but now you identify it when God does it in the spirit. Uh-huh. But what He wants you to do is have use your authority, correct? Not for to go that far to the bed, and before there the you bed. Go. There you go. There you go. Before the bed. There you go. So with, with the smell or the laughter in defense. You have to use assault. And when I say assault, it mm-hmm. don't have to be never harsh. Correct. A few words, never a paragraph. Well, see, that's... And they will surrender. Mm-hmm. Listen, within themselves, they will make a decision within themselves immediately mm-hmm. to flee. There you go. And what they're going to do is flee because they can't combat the mm-hmm. authority. See, the spirits acknowledge the authority. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many demons it was. When they came up to Jesus, when he came ashore, and a boy who was filled with demons, mm-hmm. and and they and when he was, he was doing fast lunatic things, and when mm-hmm. he came, he bounced in front of Jesus. Jesus ain't said a word. What did they mm-hmm. they said to him? What do you want with us? What do you what do, what do you have mm-hmm. us do? When, he ain't said a word to them. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, hold on. Okay. And then then mm-hmm. Jesus. And, and they grow up into it, 
And as they grow up into a sin, their parents and brokenness, nobody's in love. A lot of arguing matches and things, abusive relationships. <laughs> and so I, that's what they take on. Mm-hmm. They mimic. They mimic their lifestyle mm-hmm. from from a juvenile standpoint. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if they grew up like this, and if they go into it. Well, this is how mama handled it. This is how daddy handled it subconsciously, you know. But sometimes we got to sit back and wait on God. Mm-hmm. And, and the hardest thing to do is to wait on the Lord. You know, we <laughs> we want to pray and move and not pray and wait. Oh, I like that. I like that.
sometimes I don't want to have the authority. You have to have the authority so that you can have the keys to open the door to heaven. Because you don't want the keys to hell. You want the keys to heaven. I understand that. I'm not saying it in that way. What I'm saying is when these broken people are coming to me, and, and therapy is fine. Therapy is fine because that's my job. Wait, 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 Jeanette, Jeanette, stop. But in a relationship. You have chose to be a therapist. Yeah. So they come to you. Well, let me say this, Keith, Keith, Keith. I didn't choose to be a therapist. I was going to be a lawyer and a judge. I fell into that road. I didn't ask to be a therapist. Okay. That's the part I didn't do. What was your major? My, major, your major, my major started off as criminal justice. No. Law Where enforcement. In law enforcement first. And then I went back okay. to school to go figure out why criminals were criminals. We're going around the house. You know, that's why you make me sick sometimes. You, you guys have a degree in what? Well, you know, I'm sorry, sir. Let me just say this. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, we have, we have got something to say. We have got something to say. I have multiple degrees. You're um, the authority. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what I got. Know, we know the burden of the world and and some and, and the masses mm-hmm. that we're going to have to inherit the things. Mm-hmm. But, but, but look at Moses. And Leviticus, um, uh, the pastor, if he's... If he's a pastor, he comes back with When he was giving the laws and people was coming to him every day, you know, it was like court back then. And he's seeing hundreds of cases, people coming with this issue about their wife and this issue. So he just was getting, he was frustrated. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. He said, all right, can your wife do this, you put her away. If she don't do that, you can't put her away. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So one of the, the things, he, he, I, that's why one thing when Jesus came back to fulfill the law, Mm-hmm. He he had a he that was one of the conversations of Moses' law, mm-hmm. and then and Jesus fulfilled that law mm-hmm. about where you put your put the woman away mm-hmm. and divorce. Mm-hmm. So is is and you got to look at say Moses again. He was the mediator for for the Hebrews on on a, to the Promised Land. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be there within a month or less, and it took him forty years. Mm-hmm. You know what, Keith? Wait, wait, you know what, wait, Keith, Keith? Okay, I hear y'all, I hear y'all, but I'm about to take it somewhere else. Keith? Keith? Yeah. Somebody listening to my show. And they said corrections 100% to Keith, and they text me the part of, you cheating on me. Stop that, because when you do that, that gives people a misperception. And you do that on purpose. And they basically indicated, um, actually agree with that. Something making my, something. Talking about, you, I'm cheating on you. I'm cheating on you. So you need to stop that. You need to stop that, because I don't even talk to you like that. But I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You called my phone. Oh, hush. You don't want to hear what I got to say? <laughs> you don't want nobody. You know better than call me waking me up. I got to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I didn't know you had to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't know what time you got to go to work. Okay? If you wasn't cheating on me, you would know. Keith, stop it. Stop it. Okay. You know, you, always, you know what? Keep on. I'm going to start. I'm going to come down in Mississippi and start from trouble. When well, you ain't starting to I'm going to start some trouble in your life. I'm going to come to Mississippi and mess up your life. I'm sorry, Pete. Um, okay. I'm, 
Jamaica. I know you got to go. I know we've ended the show. But how can a person get out of a toxic relationship that another person is called and they say is love and it's unhealthy? And, you know, because there's a lot of times and reasons why people won't let go. There's a lot of times, somebody is sending me, <laughs> I'm getting all these text messages, my phone is just blowing up right about now. But there's a, a, a lot of different things. So when we start talking about love and what love is and what love isn't, and we're talking about um, being in these type of relationships, Adele said just run. You know what, Adele, there was a movie called Run, Sweetie, Run, and I was like, whoo, that is a good movie because that man had an issue. So I just don't want to see individuals get caught up with whether it's a toxic man or a toxic woman because the man is telling her or she's telling him, I love you, I want to be with you, I want to da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yes, Mr. Riley? I'm still on the show. I'm almost done with my show. So, all right, all right, all right. I guess he tapped something in him, too, and now he won't call. So when we start talking about these things, what is a person to do? Because they don't know. They feel stuck. They feel trapped. They think this person really loves them. They think that this person is really infatuated with them. Or that person try to break them by saying, I don't love you. What love got to do with this? How do you identify Okay, Nancy, I hear you. What were you about to say, Nancy? One one thing that any woman and man needs to know is how much do you love yourself? Would you allow your own children to be treated like that? And most of the time, out out of everybody you you ask, they would say no. Then why do you allow yourself to be treated that way? Mm -hmm. Number Mm -hmm. two.
and will go and hurt somebody else. That's dangerous. When Jesus spoke the parable, he said, I think it was John the Baptist, disciples came to him. He said, I think, if y'all someone correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. he said, why don't we always, why, why don't we always fast and y'all don't have to fast? <laughs> Jesus said, as long as the bridegroom is in the chamber with the bride mm-hmm. and the children of the chamber, they, we, they don't have to fast. But really, I say to you, the bridegroom will be, he won't be there, then surely they will have to fast. Mm-hmm. He, 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 he let you know, when these, and it's funny, before I, that came to me, listening to you, um, um, it, it was, uh, uh, gosh, that, that cause it, you know, it, it, the spirit, it was so strong in me. Mm-hmm. But, oh, what I was going to ask you was, when the people that contact you about the marriage situations, are they mostly women? I get women and men. I get teenagers. No, I can't say which is which. I, I can't say in okay. regards to sex. I don't know. Okay. But I get a combination. I get a combination of both. The man is not bodied in God. Mm-hmm. Well, see what the man. Okay, I'll say this, William. I'll say this. Is he not bodied in God? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be because he's the body and he's the head. Mm-hmm. So if, he, if the head is if the head is not right. Mm-hmm. You know, if we keep thinking something wrong with my arm, you think mm-hmm. about something wrong with your arm, nothing wrong with your arm. You keep thinking the same thing, though. You're going to bring it in. Correct. Let me say this, William, and Liddell posted something, and I can't find it, so I don't know what she said, because it looked like it was really good, but I'm going to scroll down and get to it. But um, this is what I noticed about toxic relationship when a man is with a toxic woman. When a man is with a toxic woman, the man don't realize she's toxic because he's looking at the fact that she's beautiful, she's promiscuous, She's needy. He, she thinks she loves him. And he feels a sense of value, but he don't realize this woman is dangerous. What was that song, Don't Trust a Big Butt and a Smile? So a man will get himself caught up in the situation because he thinks he got control. But he don't realize it. But a woman will go in because they will see the blows of being more physical but the man don't realize the verbal abuse, being called names, being put down, being talked yes, about. A lot of times he don't, William. I've known a I lot of men. Let me see. Jerome just wrote some question while listening to your podcast. I noticed something. Something he's saying. I don't know. i got to open up the thing. But a lot of times, William, men don't know. Sometimes it's mutual. Sometimes it's unhealthy, toxic relationships. But sometimes what I've seen a lot of times, William, is the man don't know. They don't know. And so I do my best. Let me conclude because I I have to go. But I want to conclude. I believe with your knowledge and understanding, instead of only complying to them in a subtle, comfortable way, Mm -hmm. the do it the scary way that you, what you're scared of doing that normally chases people off <laughs> is Jesus. Well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this because I got Nancy on the air. Nancy, and I'm quite sure you can attest to this. I do whatever works. Would you agree or not agree? <laughs> I do whatever works? I do whatever works. No. Nope. So William is being... William wants me to implement the I word of God. You know why? I go I go on to prayer before I make a decision. No, I'm seeing no, no, no. whatever whatever 
whatever God says works, I trust that. Not so what Nancy, Nancy trusts. Got you. But that's not what I'm asking you, Nancy. William is trying to give me a nugget. William is trying because I've been doing this for so long, and all these people are coming to me. My phone is blowing up. My, i got way more people to deal with than i got time to deal with people. So, but I don't <laughs> stop for the people. So William's question, and William has always gotten on me about me not walking in my authority. William has been on me for almost 20 years over that. Keith has been on me. Tammy's brother was on me about that. I kind of ran from that, but I know, I'm going to say I know everything. I know that God has a calling on my life. I know that. And, yes, William, you're right. I tried to avoid it for years. I laugh, I talk. I know that even in regards to relationships, William, and you know because you've seen me in some relationships, but I've been in situations and relationships I had no business being in. I know that. And But I do think, and my, my daughter gets mad at me sometimes. People look at me like, you know, what the hell are you thinking? You know, or Keith will call me from Mississippi and play these games or laugh or try to intimidate people. They'll be like, you know, what you doing? But I know you guys care about me. But that's where I need your help and support to make sure I'm covered. There you go. There you go. There you go. Agape is the highest love. 
But Dale told me to just remember what your grandmother taught you. And I do, Dale. I go back on the spiritual teachings. That's why I keep older people in my life. But what I did recently over the past year, I kind of isolated myself from a lot of people. You know, I don't connect with a lot of people like I did before. So I'm glad that I'm back. I'm glad that I'm doing this now. I'm glad that I'm connecting with people again. Because I got so much stuff coming my way sometimes to Lord, I thank God I'm covered and I can get some peace and sleep at night with the stuff that I be hearing, seeing, saying, it's too much. But then one of the things, like, would, would William be on me about and been on me for years? But, like, with Nancy, and Nancy, this is what I was talking about. You know my style. You've seen my style of therapy. You've watched me in group settings. And that's what I said by whatever's going to work. I don't force religion down or God down nobody. I don't. But you've also seen the effectiveness because it ain't me. I let God use me, work through me, whether it's with my friends, whether it's with, you know the county member will get mad at me, probation will get mad. I still give a flying because I don't do nothing for money. So it wasn't about that. I believe in doing the right thing no matter what. Now, Nadia told me to stay focused on your goals and work, leave all that negative things out of your life. Dale, I've done that. I've, I've done that. I ain't got time for all of that. I, I don't. Because I know I'm on a mission, and I know that I kind of sat for a minute, and I got to get back on track. That's why when I said tomorrow with my interview and my audition, I got some other doors and opportunities and all and I gotta be steadfast and ready. You know, I gotta get connected back with Lady T and, and Tammy and Joanne and I miss them and Lisa and you and you know, Nancy and William and Keith and all these people praying for me and covering me despite what the enemy I, I has always to pray for you. That's why you. that's why you always make it through whatever you went through with the county and I was like I was in in fervent prayer praying for you and finally they, they let up off of you. You have your own radio show. I told you that was going to happen. I told mm-hmm. you, you know, one thing that you're still, you're still forgetting to do is start writing down your stuff and make a book. I know. Well, I I'm, have not, two, I'm not talking four. facetiously. You need you'll be someone who gives a book. I two books that I co-authored. I didn't write the whole book, but you write. Got to do the book. Lisa trying to make me get the law degree and go teach. About to do the television show. I- I'm trying to do these things. I know I'm almost 60, but I've got some stuff to do, you know, and I get that. I totally get that. And I'm my health is important. So part of this time, I've been focusing on my health and living right, doing right. But I thank you guys. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I appreciate you. No, I am not live on AG, and I got to figure out how to put the thing on YouTube. Ladell, I know you told me I was going to do it, but I was using the phone to call people. But I got to figure out how to do the link and then put it on there because it's live on Facebook. And if you can show me how to take the the number from Facebook, I love you too, Dale. I love you too because you have, like you said, sometimes, boy, between God, between you, because, man, whoo. <laughs> I thank you, Dale, and I love you. And, and Jeanette, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to sound harsh and overemphasize, like, God and implementing that. Oh, no, they're but not, not what I mean by that. Uh, what I mean by that, it's not in our brain, it's in our spirit. Like, mm-hmm. when you, 
That's the thing. If you just if you just start reading something every day, mm-hmm. a little something, he gonna alter he gonna alter things into your high ability to when you speak, the they'll they gonna they're gonna receive an appetite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You
Gotcha. But Father's going to sit back and help her, a help. comforter, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And he only going to tell you what my father told him to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you. you. Know Appreciate that. relationship and the other person is not willing to wholeheartedly change mm-hmm. and from my own experience get mm-hmm. up out of there yeah that's all I have yep. to say because you know what it's not worth it it's not worth it it's so not worth it it's so not worth it because you deserve to be loved you deserve somebody that can love you and if you've been abused if you've been mistreated if you've been lied to, if you've been cheated on, don't continue that pattern to somebody else. Take the time to heal. Heal your soul, heal your spirit, heal your mind. Get at peace before you are able to open up and be able to reconnect with another person. Because you got broken people with broken people, toxic people with toxic people. That ain't going to work. All you doing is spreading the hate. That's why when it talks about Second Corinthians, it's my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways. Then you will, and then I will heal the land. We want God to come in and fix it and clean it up, and God bless my marriage and bless my union. 
and you ain't got no place being here in the first place. So Kathy says something, how can two walk together unless they agree? That is true, Kathy. That is so true. But see, sometimes people marry because they think, oh, I'm in love. Oh, he loves me. It's like the, he loves me, he loves me not. And then you know mess around and got yourself caught up with the devil. Caught up with the devil. You know, so we just got to be more careful with that. And help is available. If you feel that you are a victim of domestic violence, there is a, I don't have the number in front of me, but there is a hotline number you can call. You can get, you can get therapy. You can take it to church. You can take it to Jesus. But do something. If you know you are struggling with loving yourself as well as loving somebody else, don't ruin nobody else's life. Don't even ruin your own. Start loving yourself. Self-love. Start developing an intimacy and the love of God. Then you will be willing, ready, and hopefully able to love another. There are people out there that don't know how to love. They just don't. Nothing wrong with it. But gain some skills. Gain some tools. Gain some knowledge. So, again, thank you for joining me here at Precious Unique Mix Blog Talk Radio. Until next week, because, like I said, we talked about perception is not, well, perception is not reality. We didn't get a chance to talk about true love. The belief of love. Sometimes we got the fear, the attraction, infatuation, the lust, the the connection that you can have for a person. But if you know you shouldn't be there, do something about it. Don't wait until it's too late. Don't wait until you're too hurt. Don't carry that poison into somebody else's stuff. Don't do that. Good night. Enjoy your Good night. And be at peace. Thank you. William, I'll talk to you later. Okay, James. Okay, James. Okay, James chapter five, thirteen. Okay, James chapter five, starting thirteen. Okay, thank you. Oh, Nancy, I don't even know if I asked you if anything you wanted to tell the listeners before you got off the air. Anything you want to tell them, Nancy? Because I'm all over the place right now. So what I need, what I just, what I want to tell you is, Miss Jeanette's been the best. I mean, she's been my influencer. She's um, given me courage to walk away from relationships that did not serve me, and and I didn't see the courage and I didn't see the bravery, but she she was relentless about getting me out of relationships that was not serving me. And I just want to say thank you. I admire you and I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. I really appreciate you too. More do you ever know? I appreciate you. And people don't realize how being a therapist, the connection that the therapists have with their clients sometimes, and even if their clients have been gone for years, they come back. They come back. Yeah. All right. I saw it, Dale. I'll always Here keep you on my prayers. Please do. Please I'll talk, do. Cause I I'll, definitely... I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. You have a good night. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Good night. Good night. And, again, thank you for joining me here.